Wow, I've been singing some wonderful words there, haven't we? Did you, did, are you enjoying that song we just sang? La, 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 you are my air. It's a beautiful song. Isn't that beautiful? Got a lovely book here, it's called Christ Our Life. And it says this Jesus Christ, God's perfect Son, He's the beloved of the Father, He's the song of the angels, He's the logic of creation, the great mystery of godliness, the bottomless spring of life and comfort and joy. And we were made to find our satisfaction. Our hearts rest in him. Wish I could write like that. And if we know him rightly, we'll find nothing so desirable, so delightful as him. Do you know him? I wonder what I'm going to ask you this question this morning. Is, 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 your, is your God big enough? Is he big enough? Before I get into it, just a little bit of family news. Uh, you probably want to, Gough, what, what, what are you, where, where are you again? What's going on here? Um, dear Marcus, is, he's been quite poorly this last while. Marcus, if you're watching, you really hope you're feeling a bit brighter. He's had, he's had COVID these last couple of weeks, and he's been really quite rough, poor chap. So do pray for him. Will you do that? Pray for dear Marcus. He's not been well. hope you're feeling a bit bit better um, and uh, another thing you perhaps didn't pick up you wouldn't have heard, you know you, uh, well uh, you wouldn't know unless I'm going to tell you it's this man's birthday today <laughs> sorry John <laughs> and it's I, I think it's quite a special one it, it, 21 isn't it or, or was there a four in there somewhere <laughs> John thank you and thank you for stepping up last minute to serve on your birthday. May there be cake for you later. Okay. And well, while we're on the, I mean, I better confess, actually, it's, it's our anniversary today. And, and the worst part is, I bought a card and I forgot to give it. I forgot to give it. It's a really good card. It really, it's really good. Let's just put it this way. I've been married longer than John, you've been born. <laughs> oh, dear. We're in our mid-40s, as it were. So, um, anyway, it's coming, and it's a good one. Is that all right? Oh, dear. Is there any other family news around here? Oh, Brian and Elspeth, you're back off holiday. Welcome back. David and Kath, you're back off holiday. Didn't he tell you? It's, it's winter now. Okay, David. It's, 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 it's getting a bit chilly outside now. And if, if you've not been here for a while... You, uh, I'm looking around now, sort of wondering around. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, should I embarrass anyone else? Who should I embarrass? Um, oh, hello. Oh, Chris and Julie, how nice to see you. Hey, lovely to see you. Anyone else? It's, I mean, come on, don't feel left out. Hey, why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, it's nice to see you. If you're by an empty chair, just over your shoulder. Say it's nice to see you in church family. It's,
Good. I hope you feel loved. I hope you feel loved. And as I say, I want to speak... Fortunately for me, as I say, I, I'm stepping up to preach. wasn't expecting to be p- preaching. And yet, you know, I'm just going to stand behind perhaps some of the most amazing words in the Bible. I'm just going to... I'm not going to try and be clever. I'm just going to stand behind some amazing, amazing words that I hope will do you good. And, and I, as I, I, start, I said a moment ago, how big is the Lord Jesus? How big is the Lord in your eyes? Is he sufficient? We, the Apostle Paul wants these wobbling Christians in Colossae. He wants them to walk a good walk. You're going to see in a moment, I think well, maybe next week, you know, I want you to walk worthy. I want you to walk well. He wants them, and, and so in order for them to live well, in order for them to, to walk well, he knows that they and us, we need a magnificent vision of who Jesus is. You do. You need that. If you're going to walk well, if you're going to, you know, through tomorrow, through the week, through the, through the stuff of life, you need that. Why? Well, because the Bible itself tells us that, in the last days, the last days started when Jesus rose and ascended. We're living in, in, in those last days. The last days will be difficult, it says in 2 Timothy 3. Understand this, the last days, there will come times of difficulty. Anyone know that, this, that these are times where there are difficulties around that impact our lives? There are difficulties at international level, at, at local level, at home, at personal level. They're difficult days. And, and in, in order to, 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 to walk well in difficult days, we need something that's going to hold us firm. We were talking about anchors last week. And if I can stay on a, a nautical theme, it's, it, it's pretty stormy. There might be some waves hitting your life right now. And what I want to try and do this morning is put some ballast in your boat, the boat of your life, so that you won't capsize, you won't wobble all over the place and capsize and take a dipping, and, but that you will have, you'll actually have fun. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing better than crashing through waves when you're sailing well. It's, it's fun. And the Christian life, if we, can, if we can keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, we're not just surviving. We can enjoy challenging times. And that's what the Lord wants for us. And so I'm going to read Colossians chapter 1 and verse 15 to 23. And these are astonishing words. They really, really are. And Lord, Holy Spirit, please come. Holy Spirit, the one who inspired the writing of these words, please, would you come and warm the hearts of all of us here this morning as we read these words afresh in Jesus' name. Okay, here we go. The Son is the image of the invisible God. He's the firstborn over all creation. In him, all things were created. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Thrones, powers, rulers, authorities. 
all things have been created through him and for him. And he's before all things. And in him, all things hold together. And he's the head over the body, the church. He's the beginning. He's the firstborn among, from among the dead. So that in everything, he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. And through him, to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through the blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God. You were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you and me holy, goodness, holy in his sight without a blemish. Wow. Free from accusation. If you continue in your faith, established and firm, and don't move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven of which I, Paul, have become a servant. Wow. Now those words are often thought to be um, a hymn or a song. Later on, Paul's going to say, encouraging, sing hymns and spiritual songs. That's how we love to have time on a Sunday morning to come and to sing and a bit spontaneous. Isn't it, by the way, isn't it great to have musicians who can just pick up a tune and play? Isn't it great? I rely on it a lot. <laughs> They're great, aren't they? They really are. I'm so grateful that we can just launch out and go for it. Thank you, musicians, wherever you are. You're all over the place. Now, I just read that to you. And um, it, if we could go, if we go on to the next slide, it's, it's generally understood to be something of a. It's written so 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 well, so carefully. There's kind of a rhythm and a balance in here, especially in the original language. And there, there's the first little bit. Okay, his supremacy, the supremacy of Jesus over creation. And so that first bit. Uh, I can't, I'll get stiff, stiff neck, but there it is. You, you, and then the, it, there's a link verse, I think it's verse, um, yeah, it's, it's verse, verse 18, okay. Uh, well, verse, verse 17 and 18 is the kind of link. He's before all things, in him all things hold together. And now, if you go click onto the second verse, as it were, you've got, and then he talks about he's, he's supreme over the new creation. Okay, so there's two kind of things going on there. Just a bit of a bit of a pattern there. Um, he's head of the church, the body, and then we go back up to the top there, and we've got the firstborn from the dead. Everything being pre. He, he, and so, why am I saying this? Um, I, th I think it, it, it encourages us. The reason you the reason you, you might write like this, or the Holy Spirit in, inspired Paul to write like this. He just knows he's writing about something really, really special and profound. And, and so he, you know, you, you take a bit of time when you're writing those things. And, and that's what this is. It, it's, 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 it's absolutely uh, astonishingly wonderful truth that's being expressed here. And uh, 
it, it, I think it probably wasn't, I don't know, I think he wrote it as it is, and it be, I think carefully and with, with, with deep heart and meaning, and it was picked up and most probably used as a song in, in the early church. And that just leads me on to say this. I'm so glad that there are songs being written in the church family here. Did you know the songs? That song we just sang, which I, what, what is the title to that song? La, 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 la. What is the title to that song? What is it? I love you, Lord. I heard it from Jenny. Thank you. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I heard a voice, and there it was. Okay, um, that's been uh, um, Ben Locke wrote that song, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And and there's there's, there's, there's two or three others who are writing songs at the moment. Um, Joe Bunton's writing, and uh, uh, who who are John, uh, uh, jo- Johnny Raspin is writing, and Nathan Jarvis is writing. They're writing beautiful songs. And uh, hey, we're going. Well, I'm, I, there's a plan. We want to get those songs out across church family. You can't, you know, you, don't do cassettes anymore. So that's gone. CDs. Not many people do that. So we've got to sort of get it out there. So I don't know quite how that all happens, but trust me, we want to get. It's a gift to the church. It's a beautiful gift to the church. Yeah, and I love, I love it. So those songs are. It's, it's a. It's, it's. I just want you to know and be encouraged and encourage the folks who are writing these songs. It's. It, 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 it's special. It tells me that, that God's doing beautiful things among us. So song, songs are important. When you've got important things to say, you put them into poetry and into song. And that's what is going on here. And so I'm just going to pull out a few things here, uh, about a few points. We're going to stop sort of two-thirds way through, and we're going to sing, and then I'll, I'll just conclude. But the first thing we read here is that Jesus is the image of the invisible God, Jesus, he's the image of the invisible God. I mean, that, that's why when Jesus was on earth, when he was walking down with his friends, went down the road with his friends, he often amazed them. He, he suddenly, you know, oh, nice morning, isn't it? Before Abraham was, I am. He'd suddenly say kind of astonishing things. Or, or, or he'd say, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. What? He'd, he'd say things to, 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 to lame people, get up and walk. And they did. The people were amazed by him. He, he, he even spoke to the dead and said, come out. And they did. He, that's what, because he's the image of the invisible God. Even... On the cross when he's dying, that, 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 that Roman centurion in watching the way he died. Surely this, you know, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Surely this is the Son of God. The way he lived and he, the way he died just astonished people. Okay? No one ever lived quite like him. Verse I mean, who, by the way, whoever thought theology was boring? It, it can be, but it shouldn't be. It's astonishing what we're looking at here this morning. Verse 19, God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in Jesus. Woo! Pleased. He was, God was excited. God, oh, this, is, this, is, this is something that's happening here. All the fullness of God in Jesus. Please just don't think sandals and 
and, 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 and beards and things. Please think splendor and majesty, the beautiful things that he did. He's the image of the invisible God. Now, there's some other verses that tell us this around the New Testament, and one of them is in Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3. Thank you, James. Wow. Oh, online, you might not have heard that. James was blasting that out over here, and, uh, but you can read it up there, probably. Okay. We've got a few more here. 2 Corinthians 4, 4 verse 6. Does anyone have that for us? Astonishing, isn't it? The light of the, the knowledge of, the, of God's glory displayed in the face of Jesus Christ. He's the image of the invisible God. He is astonishing. He's awesome. He's worthy of our worship, and we will before too long. There's another verse, I think, that we'll have from 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 6. Yes. 2 Corinthians. Did I say Colossians? Oh, we've had that. You just read it. Well, let's have Colossians. That would be a good idea. Sorry to give you a shock, Angela. <laughs> Colossians 2, verse 9. Yes. Oh, wow. In Christ, all the fullness of God in bodily form. The trouble is, the God of this age has blinded our eyes, 2 Corinthians tells us, so that they can't see it. And you know it's true. Most people haven't got a clue. They're not, they're not looking there at all, but they're, and they're missing. And they, they have God's substitutes, like, you know, I don't know, it might, be, it might be money, it might be drugs, it might be sex, it might be whatever. We have substitutes, but they're never big enough to captivate the human heart. And so a longing continues to be there. Okay, let's go to the next point on the screen. Secondly, he's the firstborn over all creation. Oh, my thing didn't work, did it very well? Anyway, you can read that. He's the firstborn over all... Now, a bit tricky, this one. This was quite controversial in the early church. Um, does that mean he's a creature First. Born. There was a chap called Arius who, uh, in the fourth century, uh, he was quite an influential figure and kind of picking up, you know, the, the Greek thing, you know, God, spirit is pure and flesh not really, bit, it's all a bit tacky. And so Jesus, he might be very, very special, but he can't be, can't be God. And uh, it became known as the Arian controversy. Uh, they had this little saying, there was when he was not. In other words, Jesus is created, and it caused a problem in the early church. Um, is Jesus really God, or is he just nearly, nearly, nearly God? Same problem exists today with Jehovah's Witness and so on. Um, nearly, nearly, nearly God, but not quite. 
And then there's this, um, there's this chap called Athanasius, who was bishop in Alexandria. Um, uh, he had quite a tough time. He was bishop for about 40-odd years. He spent about, I think, 25 of those years in exile. I think three different um, emperors expelled him. Uh, you know, get out of town. He had to go and live in exile. And he, 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 he because he was, uh, Athanasius, he understood if, if Jesus wasn't really God, he couldn't take away your sin. He couldn't really do it. He had to be God. He had to be perfect. He had to be God's sacrifice for you and me. And dear old Athanasius, he fought tooth and nail for this. No, no, it's not enough just to be nearly, 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 nearly God. He really, really, really is God because only then can he be God's sacrifice, perfect sacrifice for our sins. And in the, 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 the story goes that he went, that, that basically the, an, a, a, a council was called in Nicaea to sort it out. And it's, it is said that Athanasius went to that council of all the church leaders. He went with the scars of the controversy in his body. <laughs> he'd, been, he'd had a hard time, but he, he fought for this truth. And you probably know the... Um, the, the, the Nicene Creed was written as a result of that, uh, that council. Or they, they, they kind of fiddled about a bit later on at the Council of Constantinople. Nicene Creed uh, was written, and for nearely 2,000 years, for, 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 for 17, 1,800 years, the, 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 this creed has been the bedrock of Christianity. And it's recited in Christians across the, in, every, in all languages across the nations, across the world, across the years, this creed has been important, affirming who Jesus really is. How many of you would have been in churches where this was recited? You would, you, 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 okay. You know, now, this, we're going to do something this morning. It's never, ever happened here. <laughs> we're going to recite the, the, the creed. Is that, I mean, I'm not going religious on you. I want you to know what has held Christianity absolutely in place over the years. People have fought and lived and died for this, the fact that, of who Jesus really is. And when we say it in a moment, I want you to, to, to imagine yourself, you can stay sitting, but standing, as it were, in the line of thousands upon thousands, millions of Christians who have affirmed the reality of who Jesus really is. Are you up for that? Are you up for that? Okay, so, do you know, I, I never thought you'd, you'd find me doing that. I, was, I mean, I, they're probably the first words I ever spoke. I was born in a pew, you know, my dad was a vicar and all the rest of it. I, I never thought I'd be standing here and leading you all in the Apostles' Creed. But you know what? This is important. It might sound a bit strange, but here it is. I think I've got the same words in front of me as you've got up there. Is it up there now, Jim? Is it there? Shall we have a go? Shall we try this? See how we go. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God. Listen to this. Begotten, not made, 
being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. And he suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures. And he ascended into heaven and he sits on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and from the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Is that good? That needs a cheer. That really needs a cheer. By the way, when you said Catholic Church, it means universal. Okay, so please, I hope, no, anything else I need to uh, enlighten you on there? Um, eternally begotten by the Father. In other words, the, the Father-Son relationship was always there in the heart of God. Eternally, eternally begotten. There was not a time when he was not. Eternally, but you see, these are really important things. And I, I want you and I to... Uh, to grab hold of it. So this word firstborn, yes, it can mean first out of the womb, but most, of, most often in, uh, in Scripture, it speaks of the one who gets everything, the one who is preeminent. You know, inheritance. Think inheritance. Think, think Jace, Jacob and Esau. You know, the, the importance. So it's the, it's the preeminent one. So that's our second point there. Jesus, Jesus the firstborn, over all creation. Third, let's keep going. Thirdly, he's the creator of all things, the entire universe. Did we have the world up there at some point? Did, 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 we, did, we, did I miss the world? Did it come up? Oh, there it is. That's pretty special, isn't it? He's the creator. But he's not, you know, think of the creation of the world's pretty special, but click on two more frames, Jim, will you? Click on two more. I mean, oh, it doesn't look so good there. As I'm, you know, oh, there looks better. The creator of the universe. The creator of the universe. That, that's Jesus. This, this man who walked the earth and said, your sins are forgiven you. Rise up and walk. He created the universe. All things were made by him, through him, no things were made. This is him, the whole created order. And, uh, folks, this, this is mind-blowing. I've got a telescope in my loft, and um, I love looking out the window, and, uh, you know, just, it, 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 it stretches my faith. It stretches my understanding. 
It's astonishing. He made it all. The macro and the micro. The lovely quote here from Emerson. If the stars should appear one night in a thousand years, how men would believe and adore. You would, wouldn't you? They're coming tonight. There's going to be stars in the sky tonight. There's going to be, you know, I mean, can you imagine? But they're, they're, they're there every night. It always strikes me you can't see them very well in cities. Is that why people in cities lose their way? I don't know. People in the country perhaps have a bigger sense of God. Do you think? I don't know. Maybe there's something in that. But he created it all. How can you not look at the sky and go, wow, Jesus, he created this. Is your God big Is your Savior big enough? The one that you're living for, is he big enough? Beautiful. Let's go to the next one because time is flying on. The next thing, okay, he's the image of the invisible God. He's the firstborn over all creation. He's the creator of the entire universe for his glory. Next thing, in him all things hold together. He holds it all together. He, the, the, the world is not, the, the world of the cosmos is not held together by laws of nature. They're held together by a person, the word of, of a person. It's the Lord Jesus. He's, he's Lord over all creation. Let's have the next slide up there. And it needs to be a big one, Jim. Oh, did it not go? No, 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 go back one. We missed one. There it is. I, now, these just blow my mind. This is a, this, this is, I, oh, he's holding it all together. All the spinning and the rotating and the, the, the emerging and the, he, he is holding it together. Every atom, every molecule, every, he's holding it together, including your life. Do you think you can trust him with your life when he holds and sustains the whole of the universe? He can sustain you. He can, and he wants to. He loves you. He takes pleasure in you. He wants to sustain your life. He's big enough if you will trust him. With Everything holds together. Everything makes sense. It doesn't make any sense without him. Without this... Lord of the universe. You've just got kind of laws or chances of the universe. Things bumping into each other and exploding. Ooh, we've got something amazing and beautiful. No, 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 no. It all holds together. It all makes sense when you understand that Jesus is the Lord of all creation. And it's true of your life. Your life can make sense when you allow him to hold it together. When you give your life to him. That's what a Christian is. We don't just believe certain things and tick them off. We give our lives to him. Lord Jesus, oh, I need you. I need you in my life. I'd like the musicians to come up. We're going to sing in a moment. Do you see? Everything holds together in him. 
And so you, we're going to sing this song now, In Christ Alone. You can this morning give your life to him for the first time. You maybe have never done this. You, you, you know, even while we're singing this song, Lord, I don't, I don't really know you. I want to give you my life. I, I, I want this to be true of me. You died for me. Others of you, I don't know what's going on in your life right now, but there might be some bumps. There might be some waves. There might be some things crashing you about. Listen, I emphasize that word, all things. God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in the Lord Jesus. He's, he holds all things together. And he can hold your life together if you will trust him, if you'll give it to him. Will you? What's troubling you right now? Anything troubling you? Give it, Lord, I trust you. I put my trust. Oh, he loves it when you do that. He loves it. Let's, we're going to sing this song. Is that okay? Are we all set for this? So um, let's, you, you can't sit. I'm sorry. Well, you, unless you have to, please sit. But otherwise, this is a magnificent, in Christ alone. I haven't got much to say after this song, so don't worry. Don't look at your clock. Don't worry about that. Okay. Just like 
stay here do sit down we're going to break bread in just a moment oh what magnificent words no no fear of the future no fear of death and that's my next point jesus he's the firstborn he's the firstborn uh, um, firstborn from the dead he's the the beginning of the new creation you see he didn't just build the the first thing that the first creation it's 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 disjointed it's it's there's been a a, as it were a a crash of gears adam adam rebelled he 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 rejected the the rule of 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 god over his life and there was we call it the fall don't we and it's become disjointed out of harmony and, and 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 difficult and we can see the the struggling and the strifing and the pain you know, we see great beauty, but we also see the struggle and the, the, the pain that happens. But God has not abandoned his universe. And he's bringing about a new creation. I'd love to sing that song. It's a Dave Bilber song, I Am a New Creation. No, no, we won't sing it. Don't worry, I'm not going to say I am a new creation, no more in condemnation, here in the grace of God. I say, new creation, it's happening, it's begun. That's why we say in the Lord's Prayer, your kingdom come, it's begun. And, and Jesus is the firstborn. And that's because there's others to be born. There's, there's millions of us. We've, we've been born again. We're part of the new creation. And we're going to get new bodies one day. If you go to be with him, be with the Lord, uh, be, before then you'll be face to face. But one day he's going to make all things new. New creation. It's going to be just, it, it's going to be astonishing. I think it'll be a bit like the old one, but just better. Because God said the old one, you know, day after day, and it was good, and it was good. It's going to be even more beautiful. I'm thinking Narnia now. I'm th- <laughs> sorry. Um, it's beautiful. He's, this is our future. Because he's the firstborn from the dead. Nothing is outside God's restoring grace. And this is my last point. And we've got it here in verse 20. I'm just going to read it to you. God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in Jesus and through him to reconcile all things. Not just all people, but all things. On earth, heaven, Oh, the stars, the planets, the universe. They're going to be singing to the glory of God. All things by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. 
He's the restorer supreme. And he wants to restore your life and my life. He's the reconciler. We've we've reconciled. We've been out of harmony with God. But we can look him in the face now. Because we've been reconciled through the cross. No guilt. I would have sung it. Do you get it? I hope you're getting it. I'm getting excited about this. I told you. It's all here in these words. Reconciled. We're going to come around the table in a moment. Reconciled. Lord, reconciled with you. Whatever's gone on in my life, totally, totally reconciled. Forgiven. Forgotten. Is that, is, that, is that good? It's astonishing. But there's something else about coming around the table. See, he wants us to be reconciled with each other. It's so important because he's the reconciler. And that's why it's so important. And I don't know. It, it, you, you, now, you know, I often wonder how you do this. It's a bit, you know, if, 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 if I need to be, be reconciled with someone about to break bread, it's a bit tricky if I, if I just walk up to them the minute beforehand and stand in front of them. It looks a bit obvious, doesn't it? Everyone knows, you know. It's, it, it's not helpful, is it? Like, but I just want to say this. If you need to be reconciled with someone, would you... Settle it in your heart before you break bread. Yes, Lord, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Will you? And I'll just say one other thing here. Maybe in your marriage, maybe in your marriage, there needs to be some reconciliation, those of you who are married. Maybe it's not quite the way it should be. Jesus, he's the reconciler. He's reconciled you, and now he wants you to be reconciled with those closest to you, especially. Please, in this day when, when, the, when we've got an enemy who's just smashing relationships and marriage, don't just accept, oh, well, that's just the way it is, we've grown apart. No, 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 no. He is the reconciler and the restorer. And he can make something very beautiful out of anything that's offered to him. Yeah? He's the reconciler. Isn't isn't this astonishing? It's absolutely astonishing. Reconciliation. He took the initiative. He came down. Came after you. He went to the cross. He took the initiative. The, The work's finished. You can walk free. Now you take the initiative in reaching out to be reconciled with anyone you need to be reconciled with. Because that's God's heart for you and me.